Yeah, Liz I. You're such a fucking hoe, but I love it. I love it. You're, You're such, such a fucking hoe. I love it. That's I love crazy. it. Crazy. Um, yo, <laughs> that Big Bang fuck nigga free shit is. <laughs> I, I saw the original video, like you said. Then I'm like, oh, it made shit. that bank shit even more funny yeah, when that I shit seen silly the as hell. Uh, let's kick it off. Let's kick it off for real, though. All right, bet, 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 bet. All right. Hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. Uh, I feel like that shit was low. I do think it might have been low, but y'all probably heard it though. Y'all, I mean, y'all know what it was. It was Dr. Nick. We've been going for like, we probably like six minutes in now. Six minutes is an exaggeration. We are probably literally 60 seconds in. I'm like, nigga, what? <laughs> uh, yeah, we were literally 60 seconds in when I said we were 60 seconds. Look at you. I mean, Bush said, hi, everybody. Who got it? <laughs> hi, everybody. We fuck nigga free. At least I would like to believe. That, yeah, because niggas be in the grass on you. Motherfucking funny styling. No snakes at the car to how to garden to cut the grass. Fuck you talking about? Bro, I chop heads off snakes. <laughs> I ain't chopping your tail because that little bitch might grow back. I'm chopping the source off. We be wilding. They be wilding. Fuck you talking about? We just wild back out to let them know, like, chill out. That's See, a fact. We be wilding to tell people to chill. Wilding to tell people to chill. That's Why we got a wild to get you to chill out on us? It's total opposite. Goofy as hell. Um, turkeys on the roof. Goofy as hell. Chicago on shit. On the roof. Goofy. Goofy ass motherfucker. They from real. Chicago. They say goofy. Yep. Yeah. Get your goof ass out of here. Goof, goof. goof. Fucking clown. Goofball Jamal. Face ass motherfucker. Goofball Jamal. Uh, but we are the turkeys. I would not want my name to be Jamal since that Fuck term has came out of here. No way, Jose. His name's Jamal. The goofball. Uh, shit, Jose. No way, Jose. I don't you know, know if I want my shit to be Jose. Uh, right. Man. I definitely don't want my shit to be Keith after that episode of Family Guy. They fucked it up. No, dog. They asked the damn, what's the ugliest name in the English language? Nigga, Peter thought about it and was like, Keith. <laughs> <laughs> and that shit opened the door. That shit, I know dude. somebody named Keith, too. I know a couple. He was cool though. They are they are cool. Uh that cool guy is Lachelle. Oh yeah, of course. Oh, oh that was ugly as hell. Of course. I'm sorry, man. I'ma make it up to y'all. Watch this. I saw a shooting star before we started shooting. We did pop one off with a shooting star uh just before we hadn't started recording yet, but we did kick one off with a shooting star. So if you are a fan of the podcast, then you know shooting stars are kind of our thing now. We're kind of hot. Motherfucking fan of a fan. Um, awesome. Chris Brown and Tiger shit. This turkey is... We are trash. We still introducing the podcast three minutes in. Hey, this turkey is... You Uncle still Trey. introduce the podcast. Fuck you, fuck this introduction in. Shit. Speak on Medi Cakes, dude. Fuck you, man, nigga. You introduce me. Fuck you talking about. Thank you. This podcast and all podcasts by Turkeys on the Roof is sponsored by Medicakes. <laughs> Place your orders at Medicakes Edibles on Instagram. <laughs> Be sure to read the menu thoroughly. Be 18 or over. 
And use the code turkeys on the roof when you place your orders. Yo! Uh, we turned we, up in the spot. <laughs> we'll be moving we got a right taser. along. <laughs> we turned up in the spot because we got a taser. Nigga just got that video is so in yourself. Man. Um, <clears throat> we got to get that drop. We got to get that drop, yeah. It's been some funny ass shit going on, man. Funny styling. Uh, oh, let's see. Last week, we talked about Serena winning the U.S. or losing the U.S. Open to Naomi Osaka and all the bullshit that followed. And it was just a week full of bullshit. Ellen DeGeneres tried to link up with Michael, Michael B. B. Jordan. I seen that oh, shit. You know like, what? what the f- you know what my favorite thing about? I don't know if I said this last week, but my favorite thing about that entire moment, other than watching Serena stand up for herself and teach me, a black man, how to stand up for myself in that moment, uh, was just listening to Naomi Osaka. Uh, just thank the fans for watching the match. She apologized to motherfuckers for beating Serena. Like, yeah. Man, look. Enjoy your shit. You earned it. You kicked that ass and all that other. You earned it. Don't let nobody else tell you different. Serena will tell you you earned it. And real, on TV, who told me to stand up for myself? I ain't even gonna stunt, bro. Motherfucking. Broly. No, <laughs> no, yeah, but no, bro, because he wasn't standing up for himself. He was destructive. He was on some other shit, yeah. Goku is the nigga who told me to stand up for myself, G, because they be beating his ass, but he keep getting up. Broly say, why do you know he, you know, why don't you give up? Because I ain't no bitch. Goku giggled and said, I never really learned how to. Facts. Goku hit his ass with a blast. I mean, Broly hit his ass with a blast. Because I'm not some pair of balls that's hanging and scared to get kicked. Yeah. That's why I ain't giving up. All right, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I don't know about that, but okay. Shit, niggas be like, you that, you hard as balls, or like, that's tough. As, like, I grew a pair of balls and said X, Y, and Z to them. I respect the fuck out of balls. Gotcha. Why, though? Shouldn't you say ovaries instead? Don't ovaries work a little hard? No, that came balls? off of a cartoon. I respect the fuck out of balls. Oh, right, 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 right. <laughs> uh, F is for family. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's just a term. That ball, I don't, I don't get it. But whatever. <laughs> I mean, well, let's talk about it for a second. Don't touch, don't touch my balls. Why not? Cause if shit's sensitive, you damn fucking right. I think they're a bit more sensitive than ovaries. Cause ovaries, they got a little support system. Yeah, they got balls. A- is just they hanging like a fucking pinata, begging to be swung on. <laughs> don't I'm okay I am okay If you bust these bitches open I promise you Reese Pieces will not fall out <laughs> I know what will fall out though Fucking The sound of a grown ass man Hollering and howling in pain Shit crazy <laughs> Asking God why That's why I be turned up in the spy G Somebody hit me in my balls It's like I got that extra Split second of aggression, but it really going, bro. Mentally, you have to be in another place in order to move through that. Boy. Motherfuckers be out here kicking each other's balls for fun. They're white. That shit's strange. <laughs> They're white. <laughs> I don't. I have not ever come across one <laughs> black, brown, or any other. 
Except for that one time I seen that Asian dude pour that truck with his nuts. Now that shit was what the wild. F- see, see, no, no, tough as balls. Like your balls is tough. Like, <laughs> That's it, boy. Your shit is motherfucking fucking steel. boot leather. Fuck you, talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga pour. He I know boy. See, he pulled the big ass like a. I don't think it had no trailer on the back, but he pulled like a semi, like a cab. Bro. With I, his balls. Like they I'm not pulling shit. shit with my balls because it's going to pull my balls. I mean. Bro, I'm going to fuck myself there, up doing that. There are some situations where you could pull my balls and I may like it, but attaching a truck to them is not one of them. <laughs> Moving along. <laughs> uh well then. But uh no, shout out to um like just the whole uh US Open Champion Tour that Naomi Osaka has been on. Uh with her ha- Haitian and Japanese ass uh out here showing off and putting on for everybody. Um, and then shout out to Serena for just being dope uh, and being a dope ass mom and just going home and putting shit in perspective probably yeah. and being like, fuck you niggas. Uh, me and my baby and my husband and my Nike check finna just go chill somewhere. Yeah. Oh, and to the cartoonist who drew that bullshit. Oh, they wildin'. Funny styling. Oh, no. That was in Australia. Right. There is an Australian Open Championship that's coming if it ain't happened this year it's coming soon she gonna have something for your ass oh yeah super heat she gonna have something for your ass so uh you just you 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 hold on to all of that shit because she gonna definitely have something for your ass um of course but that do kind of i don't really want to talk about serena and them shits no more but it do kind of like a broader topic that uh, I think may come up a few times. You ever heard of the term respectability politics? No. Respectability politics. Uh, I, probably the simplest way to explain it is just this: the tradition, traditional sense of uh, do what your elders say, open doors for women, walk on a certain side of the street, okay, that know, type of shit. Okay, I know I'll do it. I didn't know it, it was an yeah. actual term like yeah, this. Yeah, so that's kind of what, that's kind of the term that you would kind of categorize. Now, that all of those are very broad. Okay. But that's kind of the idea, like that's the principle kind of the whole, right. that's what you get into. Uh, such as Serena being penalized for calling that nigga a thief. Okay. We talked about last week. Would he have penalized her if she was a dude? No. I oh, know a lot. A lot of people was. Would he have that. penalized her if she were white? Probably not. Would he have penalized her if she was light skinned and didn't have a dominating body that caught you off guard because you don't know how to fucking. How does she move like this and she exactly. looks like that? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so if she didn't look like that, you probably wouldn't have a problem with it. But because she does, you want to kind of impose this whole, like, that's not really ladylike. And that's more so what I want to, this idea of, like, we have to penalize her because she doesn't, 
she doesn't respect our idea of what a woman should be. And that's really what that was about. This man who is, uh, shit, I don't know, but he's, he's a man, he's not a woman. But his idea of what a women's tennis player slash champion should perform like, even though he's not a woman, trumped the actual woman who happens to be the greatest champion maybe ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, it just fucked up a moment that was really, it would have been really been great for both of them, I think. Uh, but this notion of just like respectability politics, like fuck all of that. Okay. Uh, what else? Like Hidden Colors 5 is coming out soon. I ain't seen 4. We haven't seen 4 yet, but we will. If you haven't seen any other Hidden Colors... Or we got one, two, and three. We do have one, two, and three. We haven't gotten four, so we haven't seen four. We slacking. Five is coming out. So if you haven't seen Hidden Colors one, two, three, or four, you should check that out before five drops, which it should be coming out soon. Definitely before the end of this year. Yeah. Uh, it's by uh, producer director. Uh, his name is Tariq Nasheed. He also had a movie called eighteen oh four about the Haitian Revolution, which I haven't seen, but I'm very interested in checking out. But uh. I had an interesting conversation on Instagram with somebody about Hidden Colors 5 is coming out. There are, he has four images in mind Mm -hmm. that he is considering for the movie. Okay. And he's asking people to vote for him. One of the images is a pistol. And then, like, it's a pistol and uh, it's some other shit, but, like, the main, the plot, the bulk of the, the cover is a pistol. Okay. And uh, it was somebody who was saying, this this is probably the one I would vote for, but I don't think that this is a good cover because you got to remember that we want kids to be able to watch this in school. And I don't know if this is da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da appropriate, basically, is what he was getting at. Right. And my whole point was, so you telling me that you would, you would rather have a conversation about not putting, like, you would rather... You would rather not show this movie to your students or not have your child see this movie in school because it has a pistol as the cover. Even though your child has peers across this country that are literally being shot and killed inside of schools every day. Maybe not not every day, but often enough. Often enough. Often enough to where every day is like it's a it's a it shouldn't be as easy for it shouldn't be that easy for me to slip up and say every day is what I'm saying. Right. Shit, that shit like it's it's damn near almost a I ain't gonna call it common, but respectability, respect. Respectability politics. I am. I fuck that. I don't have time for that. Respectability. Like this notion that like I'm not gonna have this conversation with my child because I don't want to expose my child to it. Whoa. I mean, I I understand that that you want to be able to allow your child to process information when they're prepared to process information. Mm-hmm. When your child has to go stand up on Capitol Hill because they don't want guns in school anymore because they're tired of seeing their friends or friends of their friends 
or friends of their friends' friends or people who they have no idea who they are, who they've never seen way the fuck across the country in another part of the world go through something that just, like, even children know that they shouldn't have to go through. Mm-hmm. That's respectability politics. I don't have time for that. Like, if you have to teach your child an emergency evacuation plan drill in case a shooter... Like, if that's something like a fire drill, like, instead of having fire drills, you got to have the gunman drill. I don't want to hear shit about, like, we don't want the gun on the cover of the picture. You can keep that shit. Okay. So... Uh, respectability politics. So, um, yes, Lord. Yeah, nah, we just gonna move way the fuck. You know what? Respectability politics. Last week, we gonna get all this bullshit out the way. Last week, <laughs> we didn't talk about it because we we forgot. <laughs> Homie, the white man. You don't hit people. Hold on. Doink his ass in his eyeball with them. You hit this motherfucker. He pulled his pistol on you. If you have, there's a video. There was a. You probably seen it. There was a man in Texas hassling this black woman. There was this white man in Texas hassling this black woman. She was pregnant as fuck, and he was all up in her face talking shit, hollering at her, berating her, all kind of shit. And this black dude walked up, smooth as hell, with a motherfucking straw hat on, right, <laughs> and told his ass, "Hey man, that's a woman. Back your back your punk ass up. What you doing?" White dude got all tough talk, talking about what he was going to do, what he wasn't going to do. So my man's pulled his strap. He pointed at him. He didn't do none of that. He pulled the strap, told him back his ass up. He did. Talk some bullshit. And next thing you know. Put his strap back. The white man walked back up on his ass. Tried to gut him. He punched. The fuck you thought? He punched. That nigga looked, that black dude looked like he was 6'2", 220. 50 solid pounds. He looked like he got that grown man Southern Texas strength. He tried to gut him. So, he pulled it back out. He ate your motherfucking gut punch and killed your eye. Doink. Doink. <laughs> Thwack. <laughs> oh. 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 Fuck out of here. <coughs> Don't yell now. Do not yell for help. Hey, he packed your shit real quick. Had you shitting yourself. Motherfucking Pac-Man. All up in your ass. The motherfucking Manny Pacquiao. Get your ass some TNT to the eye. Get your ass that motherfucker. He put the flu flops on your ass. Real smooth. It was a smooth transit. It was... Put the woo out the bam on your goof ass. He, but, uh... He whacked it. It was... It, I mean, I, like I said, I don't really like seeing humans have to go through shit like Keep your that, motherfucking like, hands to yourself. Yeah, man. You get to keep your motherfucking hands to yourself more because had you kept your hands to your motherfucking self, you wouldn't have had to pick your eye up off the ground and stick it in your pocket. Uh, ah, what was that? Vampire in Brooklyn? Remember his eyeball came out? That shit just popped out and rolled down the stairs. <laughs> so, <laughs> Ew, that was weird. And a lot of people was like, he didn't have to do that. He shouldn't have bought his gun. <coughs> you know what's fucked up? I feel like if the roles was reversed. Fuck, you know what? I'm glad you said that. I'm glad you said that. Respectability politics. You don't want this black man to pull his gun out 
to defend this black woman against this white man who is attacking this pregnant black woman. Yet, yet, you don't have a problem with the white man pulling his gun out on a group of college kids attempting to enter a dorm room to go to a party. Right. Why not? I mean, what I... I told Auntie this before, man. I'm like, they just kind of smack you in the face with it. You see it, bro. They know it's here. And then it's like, all right, fuck it. The, no. It's like, the jig is up. The jig is up as fuck. Hashtag, live to fear another day. Hey, I, I hate guns. We, I remember, me too. I hate guns. I don't fuck with them. At the same time, I have to learn how to use one to protect myself, to protect my family at some point. Why? Because... You pulling your pistol out on children. Like, you've been pulling your pistol out on people way younger than me and way less threatening and unassuming than I. Well, we just need to go to work and go home. If you go to work and don't bother nobody, so I'm just go to work, do my job, go home, mind my business. Maybe I'll smoke me a little joint or two every now and then just to calm myself down from dealing with the politics of the office. Yeah. But, like, I ain't gonna bother nobody. Then what happens? Then you get situations like, once again, we back in Texas. Wave your guns. We back in Texas. We also had to speak on this last week. I've heard his name pronounced several different ways. Sue. Botham, Boham, and Botham. And then I've heard Gene and John. Botham Gene, Botham John, Botham Gene. That's a lot of... Okay. It's, you know what I'm saying? So You can play with it. You shouldn't. Right. Because his name is what... You know, his name is his name. Right. But people, we ignorant and we don't know. Yeah. Especially here, like, uh, Gene Baptiste DuSabo discovered the great city of Chicago. Right. But depending on who class you win, it was Gene or John. True. So... Uh, that's very American. That's I think that's all, you know. That's very American. Uh, we don't. I ain't gonna say we, but as a country, yeah. we don't give a fuck we about. Don't. No, we don't. Don't, give, don't a give a fuck f- how you pronounce your name. Don't give a fuck about any. You of spelled that, it wrong anyway. <laughs> right. So so American. Uh, so this man go to work. So American award. So American award. So Fourth of fucking July. This man, I do not fuck with the fourth. This man go go to work, go home, mind his business, play him some music, chill the fuck out in his house, and then you, officer, say today, oh, I thought this was my apartment. That shit was that. Was, that you see what I'm saying? That motherfucker did that because they wanted to. Bro. You see what I'm saying? You thought it was your apartment. You didn't cut no lights on, and you saw something in there. This is my whole, uh, again, of all the stories that I've heard. I'll say this, and then if you got some no shit to say, then, but I, I can say this, and then we can move on. As a police officer, as a civilian, I was under the impression that lethal force 
meaning discharging your firearm, meaning shooting in the direction of a person, specifically center mass, was only supposed to be reserved for the extremists of situations literally in which your life was literally immediately in danger. And that's how they feel. <laughs> you walking into a dark apartment and seeing something is not the same as I thought I was about to die. You giving someone a verbal command in an apartment that is not yours is not I was in fear for my life. Right. So I shot him. That's I told you to do something and you didn't do it. Yeah. You didn't respect my authority. <clears throat> well, I think that sounds a little odd. I think that sounds a lot odd. And uh I'm waiting on Dallas to upgrade this shit from manslaughter to murder. Also, though, I suppose I just got to be happy that it's manslaughter. Yeah. Because it could. If you know, you know. Some people get off the hook, my guy. Nigga, some people don't know that the hook exists. Also very true. So, um, shit. Some people see the hook and ride that motherfucker across the wave, shit. Another wow, double wow. Oh, hook? Let me all let you real quick. So, uh, again, uh, prayers to the family going through the shit that they going through at this time. Because, yo, dumbass. Pac-Man. I see why Joe Budden has the outstanding song as his happy button transition thing. Because <laughs> to go from talking about that to Manny Pacquiao and Floyd Mayweather just seems so... <coughs> yeah, I... Don't put your hands on people. Quit hitting folks. Don't put your hands on people. <coughs> now we talking about niggas knocking don't, each other don't, out. Don't go into apartments that aren't yours also. Mr. Pac, man. Do you want to see Manny and Floyd too? I do. You gonna pay for it? That's the question. Nah. I would, but nah. I don't. I. I told you. I wanna. I don't want to see it happen because I don't want to see Manny get out there and lose again. Because I actually like Manny Pacquiao more of a <coughs> more of a boxer than Floyd Mayweather. That's fair. Manny Pacman. When when Pacman was Pacman. He was hard. Now, outside of boxing, come on now. It's not even close. But in that ring, I like Pacquiao. That's fair. So I actually wanted Pacquiao to win the first time. That's I kind of knew that shit was... It was more... It wasn't wishful thinking, but it was an underdog. I was the underdog. Because it's Floyd, 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 bro. It's fucking Floyd. Floyd so is Floyd. Like, like yeah. you not going to... No, it's not going to happen. Because I'm going to fuck you up. Right. And you not gonna know how I'm fucking you up. See what I'm saying? You Goku on him. You go. You Goku in the ring. Hey, nigga, step up. <laughs> People step up who did some things. P. 
people step up who have great records. So you'd be like, all right, they might give him some go. They might really whoop his ass a little bit. It don't happen, bro. Floyd made $200 million. He made 100 Flight and Connor. Yeah. He might make, he, uh, maybe not 200, but he would probably make another 100 fighting. Man, that Connor Man. shit was just, I was impressed with Connor. I think we talked about that. Oh, that was last summer. I think we might have talked about that on one of the early episodes. Yeah. I, I was, was, I was impressed with Connor's ability to uh, his conditioning to keep I, him in the ring as long yeah, as he did. But yeah. like, I didn't ever really think he was gone. No. Now, like I said, if the ring was a cage, that's different because it's not a totally ring. Totally different. And why? Why don't you have on any shoes? <laughs> Fuck. You stupid. No, I no. Give me I wouldn't want to see I wouldn't ever want to see Floyd step in no cage with the this fuck nigga. Out of here, man. That shit no. dead. Not at all. Not so at all. you know, I I don't want to see Manny get out there and lose it. <laughs> oh, another one, baby. I just see you. Another shooting star. Let me push. Bad dad. That's two. I tip my cap to the shooting star. Calm turn. Floyd and Manny, would I pay for it? Floyd and Manny, too? Okay, see, like I said, I don't want to see Manny Pacquiao get out there and lose again. It's going to be $150. You don't want to see Manny get out there and lose again? I don't want to see Floyd lose at all. That's my other thing. I don't really want to see Floyd lose. Now, like, what if you come out of retirement? Bam. And you actually lose one. Like, what 50, the fuck? Like, Manny, oh, he, he saying some shit telling niggas you're going to be 50 and 1. That's ugly as hell. Very not when you were, especially when you were fifty and O. <laughs> It'd be different if you were O and one, and then you finish right, fifty and one. Right, if you fifty and O, and then you wake up in the next day, you fifty and one. That's no. That number, that shit look. That's ugly. not a good decision, especially when you were fifty and O, and you said that was it. Literally, like I, right, I didn't knock the number. At the I same time, though, fuck me. Rocky Marciano and his fifty and O undefeated record. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, but he was he was hard though. So, uh, now, yeah, I I watch it again. I watch it, but that's the thing though. Everybody will watch it. Who gonna pay for it? True. Floyd not gonna do it if you're not gonna be able to convince. You gonna have to bring him at least probably a hundred. If Connor can get him a hundred, you probably gonna want maybe seventy five. Yeah. I don't really, I don't understand why you would do it, though. Now, breaking up boxing, Canelo won. I was, again, respectability politics, the judges, the judging of boxing and the way that shit worked. We were talking about Floyd two seconds ago. The whole reason Floyd started Mayweather boxing or Mayweather promotions was because of how Golden Boy and Oscar De La Hoya was doing business because he used to be Golden Boy. Right. Because remember them Golden Boy, they used to have that shit painted on their back. Yeah. He shit one split one really going right X Y and Z da 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 da. Floyd was like, nah, okay, I could do this myself, and I love it, cause essentially that's what we all are looking towards, doing what we want to do ourselves. Yeah. Like if you want to make music, you want to make the best music possible. Your own way, Yo, yourself. This, that's how I do. <clears throat> if you're a writer, you want to write the most creative 
stories, you want to tell the most creative stories your way. You want people to consume them the way you want people to consume them. If you're a chef, you want people to consume your dishes the same way, movies, whatever you do. So, but that's what, uh, to say, all of that to say, the first fight between Triple G and Canelo was a tie. Right. I saw a lot of people say that they thought Triple G was the better. It sounded like, I didn't see the fight. It sounded like the over the theme was Triple G was the better boxer. I don't really, Canelo landed more punches or stronger punches, bigger punches, but Triple G boxed the better match. It's one of them situations. Yeah. Some people were in the match, some people were in the crowd. It's yes. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. It, it sounded uh, like it was a pretty good fight. Uh, <clears throat> I'll probably, maybe I'll check it out when it come out on uh, <laughs> Showtime next week. Oh. Uh. But, I mean, respectability politics, though. Why boxing so shady? I don't know. <coughs> like, it's always drama surrounding the referees or... I don't be fucking with that either. The promoters or... Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, though. the ref... It's always... It got a them, shady... It's, it's got a shady... sports. It got a shady behind the scenes to it. Behind the scenes in boxing is shady. That's some. That's something. Like that's something to think about. Cause all the boxing games I be playing and shit, if they got a storyline to it or whatever, it's always some shady going on. Like why my character gotta go through this? Why my character gotta do this weird shit? Got you. And boxing is very old. Boxing been around for a long ass time, dog. For real. For real. <laughs> a long ass time. That UFC shit kind of still fresh to me. Like it's probably the yeah. Like that's niggas really modern. be getting beat the fuck up in yeah. that cage. Like, I kind of don't really. I, Bro, that shit is too. I'm a fan of boxers, not of the sport. I'll put it that way. Yeah. Like I, I think it's a. Uh, it, it's too gladiatory, barbarian for me. That's how I. That's how I feel. I feel like UFC is too fucking barbaric. Yeah, like it's too barbaric for what I like. Boxing is box. Uh, like a a, a a bad boxing. I won't call it a good boxing match, but like a bad boxing match where somebody really in there getting pounded on. It has happened. It's not. Like them really lopsided fights where like people like you re- you can tell like you didn't prepare you know or you just but outmatched. it take it, it 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 take a minute to get there you exactly see, like, during, <clears throat> you'll be on like a couple rounds in maybe four fifth six round you looking like hey somebody should kind of like start looking, looking a little tired yeah somebody should look into stopping this you know what I'm saying like that's pretty bad UFC you catching Bow. knees you catching everything but a headbutt Tense. like. I can give you a back elbow and it's okay. Ten seconds into the fight. Ten? Shit. I done seen motherfuckers catch knees 
four seconds in, pow, face out of there. Like the ref calling the fight before your body hit the mat kind of shit. Face, face gone. Ding. <laughs> Never mind. Eyeball <laughs> big as hell. So, I don't like that shit, man. Like, people shouldn't have to. <clears throat> I mean, I get it for the people who do like it, but, gee, that shit is. Like I said, I don't really care to see people fighting because it's like, damn, humans really interact like yeah, this. Yeah, like street fights. To me, like I don't street fights is crazy. And to me, UFC is a street fight in a cage. That's how I feel. Like yo, you really just fucked this with dude like somebody up. with like a person there to stop the stomping part at the end. Yeah, but like everything else you do up until like I'm their stomp stomping you out. is them beating them though. Like <laughs> <laughs> I can hammer fist you yeah. all day. Yeah, but like. Just stomping you out while you already out. We don't. We we that we don't do. And I don't. I don't really. Love, I don't really don't fuck with UFC, yeah. man. I tried, but that shit was too much. There like, are now. There are some bro people. Be you can lose your life in there. Like I mean, I mean you, you can lose your life in boxing. But you can use, lose your life in, in football. You can lose life in anything. Hockey. Wait, like we're fighting, bro. This isn't. This isn't a, a team game. Like, yeah. we're not just shooting a ball in a hoop. There's physical contact. I'm, I'm inflicting damage upon you, bro. And that's why UFC. I mean, in boxing too, but UFC is so wild because football like, is one of them sports where when you really think about what niggas is doing every play, you kind of like it's, it's ridiculous. When you get out there, football is one of them sports that like. At least for me, when I first, the first time I got out there and played with, like, pads on, yeah, it was what I thought it was, but, like, it also was, I was not prepared for what it was. Right. And I imagine the first time you get in the ring, whether it's boxing or UFC, <laughs> yo. I remember the first time I got in one. It was weird. I, was boxing, I think training I was, for boxing is the hardest. I was young, dude. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. Man, what do you got me in, man? With these gloves. I'm in this ring. This little spit cup in the corner. And this dirty-ass spit cup. That fuck? shit was tough, though. I remember I be, I used to come to the crib and be like, hey, yo, what cuz? And they'd be like, boxing class. What? Weird shit, man. <laughs> fuck you mean here at boxing class? <laughs> Why I'm not in boxing class? That's it. I mean, I kind of don't want to go to boxing class. All right, but... Shit was weird, bro. With it, see this other little smooth nigga come in there. But he was wrong. I watched him whoop somebody. Like, oh man. At the, <laughs> okay, at the age that we were, like nine, ten. Yeah. He was nice for his age, b. He watched him test somebody off, but a ten year old. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Watched him win. Like, yo, he just fucked him up. He just fucked you up, Joe. Like, <laughs> I'm finna have to go through the same shit. Damn. So, yeah, but UFC is too much for me because people, people shouldn't be attacking each other. I, <coughs> I feel like we weren't put here for that kind of shit, man. I mean, at the same time, that's some shit we've done for centuries, though. It is. But for millennia. But, uh-huh. I saw one. That's three. That's three. Come on, y'all. Uh, that's so weird. What was I saying? 
uh, we've been doing it for centuries. Yeah, we've been doing that shit for centuries, millennia. But this is okay now, like. Okay. I mean, uh, uh, the gladiator shit. That's all it was. It is. That shit was weird as fuck too. Put two, put two motherfuckers in. Put a, a thousand, put a hundred niggas in the ring and let them kill each other. The last one that survives is the new champion, and you'll survive to go on until we do this tomorrow. <laughs> we were. <laughs> Who the fuck came up with this shit, man? Like, who thinks of this shit? And then tomorrow, you'll be the champion. How did you get your rocks off the niggas? Murdering niggas. Be like, yo, he just killed five niggas. Five. With a sword. Yo, he just chopped his fucking face off. Like, he just stabbed him. He just bashed his head in with a shield. You know how heavy the motherfuckers probably is? Like, he's dead, dude. He just beat him to death with his fist. <laughs> Got the blacksmith booming now because he won't want it. Everybody wants to see him. That's, somebody, <laughs> that's, that's too yeah. barbaric for me. Like, I'm with the shits. Don't ever get me wrong. Nah. But I don't want to have to actually do... I don't want to have to go there. Bro. Yeah, like, even boxing is... Like, I, that's why I love watching the sport. But, like, I wouldn't... I wasn't really able to get into it because... Fighting just for the sake of fighting, that shit is weird. They get paid to do this shit. They get paid to fuck you That's what I'm saying. Nigga, you got to go home tonight, nigga. (laughs) You got a wife. You got kids, nigga. You got to tuck your your baby in tonight. Like, you got to go out and get food to eat in public, (laughs) probably. She going to ask you, can you stop at Harold's on your way home? No, no, I'm not stopping it. Just stop at Harold's and get a bucket of chicken. And tell them put mouth sauce under there and on the side and some fries and just come on. You gotta go to gas. <coughs> you gotta get some gas, B. Yep. No, you driving around. You gotta go to the gas station. Yeah. Oh, don't lie. Your girl pregnant. She called you and asked you go pick up some uh, some wild shit. Go pick up a a, a fucking bag of potato chips and a loaf of bread. Motherfucking from a gas station and a corner store. Motherfucking, yeah. Chicken and cherries. <laughs> right. You weird craving, you know, go get a, can make me a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and some fried chicken. <clears throat> wow. Okay. Right. But yes. Uh, ooh, you gonna step out of the house. You, like, you have to go in public with this fucked up face and you have to. I gotta say, you hold that L on both ends because you lost in the actual cage. And you gotta hold that L like with walking outside and people like, yo, they fucked him up last night. Like, do people still walk up to you and wanna take pictures with you even though you are who you are? Like, yo, this such and such, his face fucked up right now. But like, shit, I might not ever see him again. Like, do, do, like, do people still wanna take? I mean, think about it. Would you take a picture with. <clears throat> Would you take a picture with, uh. Uh, Roy Jones Jr. after he got knocked out by um, Antonio Tarver. I would. I mean, I'm sure he wouldn't. Why would you mention it? But because that's the best example. That shit hurt. It does. Cause Roy is in my top three. Okay. Okay. You want to talk four? I, he definitely in my five. Top five. 
I'll roll with yeah because that shit ain't as the knots or the cuts. That I'm uh, not not or that shit look totally different. Okay, wait, well, you right? Because that's not. Nah, bro. Think about because Roy was that was I'm thinking about that was the worst, the loss that hurt the most, but the one the beating that was probably the most. Think about an Arturo Gotti fight. Nasty. Blood just flying. Exactly. Shit. Okay, so think about an Arturo Ooh. Gotti fight, and you going your hair red, nigga. Right. <laughs> you, you like it's dyed red now. <laughs> Like you washing it and it's not coming out. That three was days my later. boy. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That was some. That was that was pretty nice. That was pretty nasty. I just like I don't know, man. UFC it just fucks me up. Be I, I don't know, bro. Like damn. That shit Shout gotta hurt, Gatti. bro. Huh? Shout out to Arturo Gotti. Yes. You love your mission too, bad. That shit gotta hurt, bro. I don't wanna. That's what I'm I mean, saying. I'm getting paid. I'm getting a great. Getting, I'm getting a great amount of money for doing this. Yeah. I just this is the actual physical, the physicalness of it. Like, yo, I really got in here. I got to get in this ring, either win or lose. And one of them's gonna have it, or maybe a draw. But either way, punches, kicks, and elbows and knees is being thrown. Like we're both gonna get hit by the end of something. That shit hurt, bro. I ain't really well. <laughs> Sometimes when you win, you lose. And sometimes when you lose, you win. And sometimes when you really win, you really lose. <laughs> I remember the first time I got punched for real in my eye, bro. I saw a fucking white light, like, on half. Like, I didn't see a whole white light because I only got hit in one eye. And, like, bro, everything just was a, a screen. Like, damn. Because you just see a light real. In a boy. boxing match or in a fight? Both. Yeah. Both. That punch catch you off guard. First of all, you don't know how hard it's going to be because you're not really ready. You're not braced to take that hit. Yeah, no, nah, I ain't never really. Your body ain't tensed up like. Yeah, nah. I'm hit you in your eye. And connect, though. Pow! You see a light real quick. And that's the Your thing. adrenaline start pumping. Your adrenaline kick in instantly so you don't feel it, but you feel it. But when everything calmed down, you be like, yo, my fucking eye hurts. Like, them 60 seconds you get in the corner, I imagine, they be taking that shit. I imagine it's beautiful and Cause they be agonizing working. at the same time. Because like, it's 60 seconds of like, I don't have to do this, right? I don't want to do this anymore. You can think about it. <laughs> <laughs> and then 60 seconds of, why the fuck are you touching me? Yeah. So. And UFC is just wild because it's like, damn. You got to keep on feeling these punches, nigga. That's your, your skin going to get sensitive after so long. And this nigga hit you with four elbows already. You don't want that fifth one because you know it's going to hurt. Like, yo, that fifth elbow is going to fuck your life up. You're going to start. You're going to get on the defense after that. There's no more. Like, you going to think about giving up and tapping out. But, like, your brain is probably not going to be able to process you wanting to think about <laughs> giving up at that point, and that's when you gotta hope your corner is looking out for you. I do not fuck with UFC, bro. <laughs> like that's across the board. You know what though? That's the respectability politics. That's not just with UFC though, because you would think 
They're like, UFC, <coughs> people would blame UFC. They call it barbaric and brutal. We not bashing it as a sport. No, it's We just, just saying that, like, f- for us, like, unless you Anderson Silva, unless you John Jones, unless you Conor McGregor, uh, unless you, you know what I'm saying, somebody who... Bro, you got to be smooth out there. Them you know what I'm saying? smooth. Like, I saw when you get Anderson the ring Silva with- broke his leg. You getting the ring with... Ugh. I, I was watching the fight. We paid for it. Cuz paid for it live. Right? Me, we was ah. watching it. Fight party. I'm excited. Talking shit to everybody all night. Cause he finna fuck dude up. Know it. And he threw that snap kick and his shit snapped. <laughs> and it was fucked up because I saw it snap, but then you look at it and it's like it, that's not real. <laughs> right. And then he went to put it down and then you like, oh my god, it's real. <laughs> See, and that was it. You don't have to worry about that in the boxing, bro. Your leg and elbows and your arm not gonna snap out of place and shit. I like mean, that. but shit, you will get caught with some shit though. You will. You can I mean, definitely you might, break your motherfucking nose instantly. <laughs> get your nose broke. Get your ear cauliflowered. Oh, shit, shit torn off. Damn I near. Was bit off. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Mike. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? So. Whatever. Any of that shit. UFC is, bro, if you're not nice, boy, if you're not, if you're not kind of McGregor nice, like you said, Anderson Silver, yeah. That sport, you, you, they go in there and be pretty much untouched, bro. Yeah, you should go like, that's ahead. That's a one sided fight. Yeah, like if you're not one of them, you should go ahead and slide. Uh, like I, Jamel Hill slid. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she slid right on up out of ESPN. I'm happy for her. I, of course. Come on. I follow her on Instagram, and she looks like she's having, she had a good time. Maybe, like, this was this weekend mm-hmm. might have been, like, her first, like, Friday might have, like, this might have been her Friday. Right. Okay. Like, her last Friday, so she seemed like she, like, out kind of enjoying uh she put out a statement or whatever like thanking uh mike and the team and everybody okay. you know what i'm saying so it's, it seems like that that's officially over mm-hmm. she's from detroit yes she is uh she's she jet skiing enjoying trips and such and enjoying life uh as she should the fruits of her labor uh and i'm happy for her we're happy for her and is she going to go to the other team or is she going to stay just on some solo shit i don't know i'm interested to see what she does next uh but she was probably like, not probably, she is the, like, she was the chick. I always thought it was cool, like, Jamel, it's a black chick on TV talking yeah, about sports. Yeah, it's sports, like, <laughs> like fuck. And she know what she talking about. That was dope. She from the D, like, she from the crib. You telling me shit I don't know because I'm not really into sports, but you really... You this is your shit. Like you really You telling me some shit. Yeah, like you really know what you're talking about. And like she 
was also a writer, which was really dope. She was a, a journalist and shit like that. So she had articles up on the website, on ESPN's website and all that shit. She used to, uh, it was this show that was called Sports Reporters. Uh, and it had like some, what you would call them, uh, the OGs was the ones who would do the show. Okay. Like Will Bond, the black ball head dude. Yeah. Oh, man. He was on there. John Thompson was on there. Uh, Stuart Scott type people like they, yeah. they would do the show every Sunday morning it's only like 30 minutes and then she was on there one day and that was really like when I was like yo right she's sitting up here with like the real niggas and she know what she talking about she's spitting that shit and she wasn't no hater she used to roast the Lions and shit huh. and the Pistons which I thought was dope she a Pistons Man, fan though so they, they, they all feel that way about you know what I'm saying <laughs> so uh <coughs> So, yeah, just, she was on a cold pizza with Skip for a long time. My boy, Bayless. <laughs> <laughs> My nigga, Skip. She used to be on first and ten debate. Hey, what'd he say? What's the two lines? Was that him who said that? Nah, you talking about uh that Jim Rome shit, that light, that shit. light up fools and, and smoke, smoke chumps. chumps yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Jim Rome. Bro, he said that and it changed his whole life. <laughs> that shit was funny as hell. Because the instances in which he was using it was like, this is exactly what you should be saying right now. <laughs> like when he said smoking chumps up, yup. He used to use it for like football highlights and shit. That shit was funny as hell. Sammy Sosa highlights for like home runs and shit like that. That shit was funny as hell. What? What are you talking about? Man. That shit was so funny. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> smoke jumps. <laughs> smoke fools. <laughs> he don't got the TV show no more, but he still got a um, like a <coughs> radio jumps. show. Oh, man. He got a radio show. <laughs> so, shout out to Jamel and... uh. Shit, whatever she um she move into next, you know what I'm saying? Uh I feel like we talked about music. We've been talking about music a lot. We have. The last at the same time though, I feel like uh you know what? You know how we say we therapy. Yeah. We therapy. Um We've been talking about music because music is important. Music is always important. Like, I feel like... I told you it's in the crib, bro. Music is important because, uh, like, your musical catalog is a... That's a part. That's like, I I consider people's music catalogs like thumbprints. That's like your DNA. Yeah. Like, if people look at a list of like the a hundred songs that you have listened to the most in your life, I think that would be that's an accurate representation of who you are maybe as a person. Yeah. Like you take the take the ten songs like think of the ten songs that you've probably consumed most in your entire life. Fuck. And those ten songs are thirteen. Cause I give you room for three. First of all, 
like four or five of them shits Michael Jackson, so. Exactly. Exactly. Yo. So. I'm a happy person inside, bro. You know what I'm saying? Your, your musical catalog says a lot about uh, just, you know what I'm saying, who you are. So we been talking about music a lot because music also is a ther- is a form of therapy, I believe. It is, because I told you. We talk about it all the time, how music calms us down in situations, it ramps yes. us up in situations, it uh, entices us in situations, it makes us bitter, it makes us happy, yeah. sad, angry, mad, glad, sad. Bro, I told you. Kendrick out here saving lives people don't even know. I listen to Kendrick and I be smooth. Kendrick, you just saved a life today. Listen to Wit. Wiz just saved your life today. Boy. J. Cole just saved your little You don't club. even... Erica Badu. Erica just saved your family. Like... <laughs> my my <laughs> nigga. Like, all of y'all. <laughs> like, bruh. All of y'all are better now because... She made this for me to listen to at times. Like I'll this. listen to this song and I'm, I calm down. Bro. You know what I'm music, saying? Music is great. It is. It's beautiful. So we've been talking about it a lot. Uh, last week we said we was going to have a Joe Budden appreciation moment. And we kind of did. We did. We, we kind of got to have another one now because we was talking about Detroit. Royce is from Detroit. Yeah. Why don't people talk about Royce more? I don't know because I feel like he is equally he up is, there with he up there with anybody you want to say is up there. Motherfuckers don't fuck with Royce though. <laughs> anybody, I, I feel like I like think any I know rapper, it. any rapper name who you gonna call out, I can call out Royce's name and like I don't give a fuck who you talking about. Any rapper you talking about right now? And that's now. how I feel. Like I feel like Royce probably. I ain't gonna call him corny. I'm not gonna call him corny. You know what? But I feel like he like the lame. People look at him like the lame. People look at him. You know what it is? And it's fucked up. But we real. We, we honest on here. We are. People look at Royce how people from Chicago look at Detroit. Yeah. People look at Royce like the the like I feel like rap as a whole look maybe not people from Chicago I'll rephrase that how everybody look cuz it's not just Chicago everybody looks at Detroit like that Okay Yeah Like every it, think about when you go somewhere and you listen to people talk about the city of Detroit or when you see something on TV or anything that depicts Detroit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, that's how rap looks at Royce. Like, they look at Royce kind of like cities and people look at Detroit as a whole. Like, eh, whatever. Damn. Cause Even though, like, Big Sean, the country wouldn't be what it is without... Motor City. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? country wouldn't be what it is without Motor City and Motown. See what I'm saying? <laughs> the world wouldn't be what it is without... Crazy, you know what I'm talking about. And so, mass pro- mass mass produced cars and soul music. I mean, we took a picture on the stairs. 
been to Motown. Cause Detroit is that's the crib. White and blue, yeah. Detroit, man, we good. That's family. Yeah. So that's people wild. don't talk about Royce, and now as a again, this is why we gotta have a Joe Budden appreciation moment because Joe Budden and all of the shit that he been saying and doing lately with his podcast and with the some of the shit he done said and his stances on things that are going on and just his status that he's gained now. Uh, we talked about how it kind of gives you an appreciation for his music. Not necessarily his personal catalog. Yeah. <clears throat> it's the Slaughterhouse catalog that it makes me appreciate more yeah, now. Yeah, like, yeah. That I didn't appreciate before... He started talking about this shit. You want to know... Okay, for me personally... You get introduced into artists all kinds of ways. Right. I got introduced into Royce the corniest way possible, probably. And that's why I look at him like, oh, that's that nigga. That's the dude from what's called. The first time I heard a Royce song was on fucking Grand Theft Auto 3. Uh, I think it was called Pretty Ugly. And that's my shit, though. That boom, boom, boom. So, Grand Theft Auto 3 is the one before Vice City? Yes. Uh, that's the corny one because it came out before Vice City. Like, Vice City came in. You was cool. And then Vice City came out and, and fucked the game up. It was like... The nigga didn't talk on 3. Exactly. Vice City came out, fucked the game up. So... GTA 3 was the corny one. So it's like, damn. And Royce Song used to come on, and I used to smack that shit. That shit was hard. So now when I see Royce, I always think, oh, that's the nigga from Grand Theft Auto 3. Not, that's the nigga from Vice City. Not, that's the nigga from San Andreas. That shit was too hard for real life. Exactly, because if you're the nigga from San Andreas and that's the first time I hear you, completely different. Bro. But got, because you got all nigga- the old school songs on my shit. <laughs> because you the nigga that's from her Royce three. shit. Her Royce shit, and that's how I was introduced to him. Like, oh, that's dude off Game Radio, Game FM. Yeah. So I look at, it's fucked up because he's not a video game musician. But when I hear Royce, I, yep. the first thing that click in my mind is Grand Theft Auto 3. Dude off Grand Theft Auto 3 radio station. Yep. The song was hard, though. Hard as fuck. So... That's why we gotta have a Joe Budden appreciation moment again because I had to go back and listen to the Slaughterhouse shit. Bro, the niggas nice. Listen to all of them niggas. I didn't Crook it. Crook I heard about and I knew, but like I didn't know he was like as nice as he is. And like the Joe Joel Ortiz, I hadn't ever He's heard. Nice, nice as fuck. Yeah. I hadn't ever heard of him before until I went to that shit. He nice as fuck. All of them yeah. niggas is nice. All the right. group is that's <laughs> that's it. That's what I'm saying. Like yo, I see why it's called what it's called. That shit is mad as fuck. I'm I want the they got an album called Glass House that's unreleased that's somewhere on Shady Records. I think it's called Bad Meets Evil. Have you heard that? Bad Meets Evil is With Royce and M? M, yeah. That shit hard. That's yes. on my phone. Somebody stole think Tony stole my CD. That shit is on my phone. Yes, it is. So That shit hard. Going back and listening to Slaughterhouse made me appreciate them Joe bars because I didn't know about... I know I know Joe got bars. I didn't know about his Slaughterhouse bars and how they fit into 
the group of Slaughterhouse as a this whole because crazy. they were the way they worked together was crazy. Crazy. And in doing that, it made me appreciate Royce so much more. Yellow Wolf with them, I think, too. He be spitting. He not on Slaughterhouse, no. Okay. It's just them four. Okay. It's Royce, Joe, Crook, and Joel Ortiz. Okay. Crooked Eye. Okay. Uh, Yellow Wolf is on Shady, though. Okay, he's on Shady. Okay. He's on Shady, that's why. Or he was on Shady. Right. I think he still is, though, but yeah. Okay. Uh, Royce got the bar. You have the bar exams, which is his mixtapes, where he going on different beats and shit. Yeah. Like that shit we was listening to in the car, that where he was that nickel nine hallelujah. Yeah. That shit was hard as fuck. But like the bar exam for niggas don't these don't know what the bar exam is. Right. They don't fuck with Royce. Not the way they should. Cause if they did, they would fuck with Royce. The book of Ryan? Shit nice. That shit real as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That shit real as fuck. Yeah. That one was nice. That shit hard. I'm like, yo, I, I remember I told you, I, like, I downloaded a couple songs. So, the Book of Ryan, uh, we didn't have a grading system back then, but we talked about it on here, though. Yeah. Uh, it definitely get three turkeys. Yeah, three turkeys. Because that shit, the Book of Ryan was, I mean, Royce's. I like, it was. It's put, Royce. It was, it was well put together. Yeah. And I feel like uh, that's. Get some shit. Royce don't, he, that shit is. I mean, it's crazy because when M is standing on your side and he the crowd favorite. Yeah. But you and all, all, that's a big part of what it was. It was like, you the nigga rapping with M. But at the same time, though, I don't, you, you know, my the first song that I really got into with Royce was Malcolm X. Okay. It was a diss song to D12. Oh. It's in my top five. <laughs> It was hard. Wait. Fuck yes. It. All right. All yes. Right. So, Royce and M got into it. Yeah, I remember. And D12 st- said some shit about it because they were riding with M. Yeah. And Royce and them. Yeah. Uh. uh Royce and them went back. You know, he they went back and forth at it, and uh. He made a diss song called Malcolm X. And that shit is one of the greatest things of all time. And now, I'm sh- he probably don't fuck with it because he I don't I'm sure he doesn't fuck with it because now they cool. Yeah. And it's like we all family and you know it is what it is. But it it hell it you, see, you know see, you see what they was mentally when exactly shit, like like shit was. And he's also a Royce is a, a recovering alcoholic, so he been sober for six years. Shout out to Royce. Uh, Man, where Obi Trice? He got into like a car accident. I feel like a long time, like maybe like some years ago. And like I think the car accident really was like serious. So like he just not. Okay. Well, now uh, I feel like I heard him rap, or I saw him do it. I feel like I saw him do an interview after the car accident, and it was like he was Obi, but like he wasn't really Obi. Right, right. It. What the? What was I gonna say? Um. Yeah, 
So it's hard. I mean, both of you got equal bars. Like you just as raw as this nigga. Yeah. Like, but it's like he the crowd favorite. But so it's like, it's also like yo damn. I'm raw as hell too, but them niggas don't fuck with me like they fuck with him. He the crowd favorite. But it's like it's M. Like come on, guys. It's like it's M. Come on, Royce. It's, it's like come on, Royce. It's M. Just scoot over a little bit. I'm not saying that, but you know that's how people yeah. look at it. That's how people look at it. Yo, just scoot over a little bit. All right, there we go. And Royce looking at it like, fuck you talking about? You talking? I'm Royce. I'm Ro- Exactly. And then it's crazy because it's like, you got to be raw. You with this nigga. Like, the white boy with me. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm with the white boy, like. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. You so. think he raw. Like, he my homie. Right. So, uh, when the blue hole is down. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, M came out with a diss track to MGK, Kill Shot. You didn't hear it. It was. But did you? I heard it. But did he wake up in Paris, though? Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. I'm did he wake up in Paris? I don't That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. He he woke up in Paris. All right, all right. Uh, it was it was decent. Uh, I mean, I don't really think there's nothing else really for him to say. I don't really think it's nothing else MGK really has to say. Are you saying you think yeah. he let off his whole clip? He did his clip in that song already, and M can do this forever. So, reload, you know what I'm reload. saying? Reload. So reload, he can do this. and people gonna keep listening to it, even though he probably gonna. Eventually, he gonna run out of shit to say, but he gonna keep saying it in so many different ways. That, like we gonna keep listening, bullying. Exactly. <laughs> he just gonna bully your ass. So uh, I feel like M two. I honestly feel like M two great should just keep responding to. Yeah, it. that's what I'm saying. So that was it. Oh. Was it was that was whatever. So, but uh, I heard I heard more, I seen people saying it was trying to play a Nikki though. Like oh victim. He also did an interview with Sway where he spoke about all the shit that happened in the uh, thing. Uh-huh. I didn't watch the interviews either, but uh, I mean, I don't really, you don't really have to explain. I guess you feel like you do because you feel like you're talking to a younger generation. Like, you know what I'm saying? Fucking dimwits. Exactly. At the same time, though, like, it's art. Like, you put it out there and you might as well put it out there and just let motherfuckers interpret it. Like I don't, not ne- maybe not necessarily let people interpret it, but that's what's going to happen. That's what art is. Yeah. Like you put your people interpret it different. Don't go out of your way to alter the way people interpret the art. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. Like whatever. Don't go out of yourself. Rather is yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I feel like just you sitting down doing interviews and shit like like nigga, you don't really do sit downs and shit like that. Right. Don't right, sit, you know right. what I'm saying? Like, don't sit down and do it now. Yeah. Like, if you was a sit down and do interviews, like if you was snooping, you was doing some shit like this. Yeah. All right, because like you always. Right. You sitting down. Exactly. You be you sit down with yourself and two other niggas three times a day. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, Elm, you don't really like you said. No. That time so, I did see him sit down, he was bugging, bugging out. What was he on? That's what I'm saying. So, 
Uh, <laughs> bro, I remember he say. <laughs> he was zoned. Yeah, nah. So I that shit. You can check the track out, Kill Shot. Uh, it's decent. I mean, he he did what we all pretty much figured he would do to in in this situation to some people MGK. aren't satisfied. Man, you it ain't really nothing else to say. So gotcha. Uh, but no, I, Royce is he's an amazing MC, and like people, I don't. I, I feel like maybe now it's starting to. It's one of them things where like. A perfect example: respectability politics. Respectability politics. This notion that like we how to you supposed to respect the OGs because they OGs even though they didn't teach you nothing. They not OGs because they taught you anything. They OGs because they just aged out. So they didn't pave the way. You know what I'm saying? They didn't actually teach you nothing. They watched you do the shit on your own and was fucking off, not really right. leading the way. Right. And then they just so happened to make it through some shit, you know, to not make it through some shit, but make it to the other side. Yeah. And now that they on the side, other side, they want to tell you how to do some shit. Right. That's respectability politics and rap. Yeah. She just it's across the map. I fuck all of that. I feel like Royce is not one of those people. Nah, I definitely don't feel yeah, like he's Royce good. is not one of those people, and I feel like that's why maybe now uh, people will go back. And give appreciation to his entire body of work and all of the things. I had, you know I had what I'm to. I heard him on a song, and I'm like, yo, he kind of not that nigga from GTA 3, because this shit fire. This shit fire. So I started listening to some all of this All of this shit is, wait, all of this shit is fire. Like, like, every time I hear him, I still think about GTA. Yeah. But it's like, what helped me discover you as an artist was a video game. Yeah. I think that's pretty wild. It's like, crazy. That's cool. So now I know about you. I search your song up and check your other ones out. So it's like Royce is nice. He nice. I wouldn't want to get into it with M or him because I it's like yo, get in, yeah, it's like, like getting nah. into it with Goku and Vegeta. Like yo, I gotta deal with both y'all. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> I'm cool. You ain't. I ain't jeering, bro. So yeah, no. I Royce is. Uh, He's an amazing MC from an amazing city uh, that he always is proud to talk about, which is also something that's dope. Should always be proud to talk about your city. You know what I'm saying? He's always proud to talk about his city and where he's from. And because he's from Detroit, that's very cool. Yeah. It's very cool. Detroit. All them from Detroit, bro. They all from Detroit. You know, M, they all put on. They always put on. Every time you see Royce, he got on a Detroit like a, a Pistons hat or a Tigers hat. One of my favorite pictures is uh, one of like he got an album cover or it's a picture where he got on his Lions jacket because it's that Lions jacket from uh, Beverly Hills Cop. Okay, which is one of the dopest yeah. jackets ever. Uh, so damn, movies have came a long way. Oh yeah, no doubt. Beverly Hills Cop, that shit seemed cheesy as hell now, but it ain't cheesy as hell at the same time. No, nah, because it's, it's still, it's substance. Right. It's substance. And the series, one and two, 
I probably two is my favorite because that was the first one I saw. I had to go back and watch one because of my age. Right. So like I was old enough to really watch two and get into that. I had to go back and watch one. Three was cool, just cause it was three, but like two was still the one, and one was dope too. And then four was a little loose. Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy is hard. He definitely. Eddie Murphy was running around with a gun, a smooth nigga with a gun, pistoled out. Pow, pow. Detroit cop running around with a pistol in Beverly Hills. Crazy. So what tweaked me? My, the, the weird music, all of that. Beverly Hills Cop was wild. Boom, which boom. one was? Still a. That shit was all weird. I'm like, yo, what the fuck am I watching? That beach rollerblade music. That shit funny as hell. I'm like, man, this shit cheesy, but I like it. I love it, bro. That shit funny as hell. So. You said movies had can't have come a long way, and you was also saying, uh, like, you got put on the Royce because of a video game. Of a video game. Video games have also come a long way. Very long way. Spider-Man has come a very, very, very fucking long way. I remember the first Spider-Man game on PlayStation. Yep. Not the very first, but, you know, the one for the newer generation games, the 3D types. What do you rank Spider-Man on your Marvel list? Of the ones I like? Yeah. Three, five, eight, ten? Going to be honest, he, he's in my top ten. But he Damn! Probably, yeah, he probably at the bottom, though. Damn! Yeah. It's ten Marvel niggas you like more than Spider-Man? Oh, God. Black Panther? Oh, God. Thor. Oh, I'm growing to Thor. I didn't fuck with Okay, him, okay, no, we ain't, so that's not count Thor then. So we gonna go Black Panther. Yep. Hulk. Of course. Iron Man is my number one. Iron Man. That's my number one. Uh. I don't really Wolverine. fuck with Wolverine. Of course. I don't really fuck with Captain America like Yeah, that. nah. Uh. I fuck with Cyclops hard. Cyclops, yeah. That's another. Scott. Like, that's five. Uh. I feel like that's. Six, seven. Whatever. Um, and you want to know what's something crazy that you finna hear me say, though? I fuck with Venom. That's fair. So you talk, you okay. So when you say Venom, uh, no, time out. If you're talking about Venom, you're talking about Eddie Brock. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because if you're talking about Venom and then you're just talking about the black Spider-Man, then you on some other shit. No, no. hell no. Nah, you got to talk. You're talking because black Spider-Man is some Spider-Man with the symbiote. That's not Venom. No. Venom is Eddie I'm Brock. I'm talking about Eddie Brock Venom. Eddie Brock. And I ain't talking about that loose-ass Eddie Brock before Spidey fucked him up. Yeah, I'm talking yeah, about yeah, yeah. the real Eddie Brock where he sacrificed his life for that shit and then yeah. came out on some fuck you, Peter yeah. Parker, get away from me. <laughs> I fuck with Venom. Uh, uh, shit. Storm. Who? Storm. Yeah. I put her over Spider-Man. Nigga, Thanos is hard. <laughs> he hard, bro. Fuck with him. Okay. But I fuck with him. I fuck with Deadpool. Damn, that's I nine. With, I fuck with Deadpool. That's nine. So you see what I'm saying? Spidey at the bottom, bro. Spidey might have one of the best cartoons ever, though. 
damn, now that you say that, I'll fuck with Human Torch. Fuck. <laughs> okay, well, where do the Spidey cartoon rank in? Because that got to be in the top five. Now, that's so crazy because the cartoon is ranked up there because I don't fuck with... I told you this. I just told I think I said this on a few podcasts. Wait, a couple podcasts back. Marvel movies are fucking amazing. But they cartoons is like, eh. DC movies is like, all right, y'all wildin'. But they <laughs> cartoons is fucking amazing. Yeah. They animations are fucking amazing. Yeah. So it's like, damn, why y'all gonna do that? How the hell did y'all do that? So, so you- uh, cartoon, <clears throat> Spider-Man is like in my, out of Marvel, Spider-Man is in my top three. I don't fuck with Iron Man cartoons. I don't really fuck with Hulk cartoons like that. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll be more into the comic. Maybe none of this, not Hulk cartoons. <clears throat> I'll fuck with the Hulk animations, though. Okay. Yeah. Like, the the short, the movies and the shorts and shit. I can like, fuck with the movies. The one where they, uh, Planet Hulk. I can fuck with that. I'll fuck with Planet yeah. Hulk. Uh, okay, so, yeah. Oh, so... Okay, Spidey as an overall character, top 13 for sure, maybe. Yeah, because I got some more on my list, so I could probably. Damn, because then you could start digging into the X Men for real, and you still might say, come up. I can dig Gambit. Bishop. You see what I'm saying? Like, Jean Grey. Like, I'm not finna, I'm not finna do that. Okay, so Spidey is, he's relevant. He's relevant. He's relevant. Though. He just as a character on his own, maybe not, but as a cartoon, very much so. Is very what you're saying. much so. Okay. Spidey has a video game that's come out. Right. Have you played it? No, I'm not. I don't know if I'm gonna get it. Have I might. you seen it? Yes. Have you seen it in person? Have you seen it being played no, in person? No. My brother bought it. Okay. <clears throat> I watched. I watched E play. She probably played for like an hour. Okay. And then the next day, my brother got up and I probably watched him play it for like another hour, mm-hmm. maybe an hour and a half. Fucking amazing. Fucking amazing. And I think that's cool. But Spidey... But, look. I remember the first one on PlayStation 2. It was Spider-Man. When, you know, with the Green Goblin. The movie. The Tobey Maguire shit. Gross. (laughs) Spider-Man couldn't even touch the ground. Like, this was the first Spider-Man. And they didn't... It was a... It was a... What'd you call it? It was a learning experience he had to swing like this through the whole game I remember that he was in the sky his webs weren't connecting to nothing he was just swinging and that's how he did through the whole game and I'm like yo this is strange but alright whatever you say you could land on top of buildings but you couldn't actually go down to the sidewalk and then when you hold R2 you hold the game and you just going like this and you were fighting shit like airborne but he would still get back to this, and I thought that was so weird. 
Like, can I just run? <laughs> like, on Absolutely the not, no. <laughs> that game was strange. It was very strange. Games were very different at that time. Playstations were very different at that time. You are right. Um, so... Damn, I'm mad at a Spider-Man game on Super Nintendo. The best They're Spider-Man like game, the best Spider-Man video game is not a Spider-Man video game. It was the Tony Hawk fucking Pro Skater 2 game where oh, you could Spidey unlock on Spidey bitch. on the game and skateboard with him and do all kinds of dope-ass tricks and use your web to pull tricks off and shit And you like want to know what's crazy? If I see him, like, featured in another game, I'm going to fuck with him. Like, oh, it's Spidey. But in his universe, it's like, all right, Spidey. The Marvel vs. Capcom games, he's an amazing player. Very because great. The, his skill set is one of the most unique skill sets of any superhero story. It, it is. And I don't really pick him on the game, though. He dope. I, I'll, be, I'll be playing with them Capcom niggas, you know? Yeah. <laughs> them, that's it, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, another one. I can put Gamora over him. I'm sorry, bruh. Damn, you know it's bad when you start putting Guardians over niggas. I guess maybe not, because people do fuck with the Guardians. I just feel like they was like... I mean, they are like the oddball group. That's what they are. They are. It's like, they. The, where did you come from? And that's kind of how they story yeah, is. It's like, like, that's how I feel about them. It's like, where did you come from? That shit was so sad story to yeah, me. Yeah, it was like... Fuck y'all. Wait, the movie Guardians of the Galaxy is not only, like, good, <laughs> but, like... It's important to the storyline of, like, the overall arc of the Marvel Universe in real, like, seriously. Caught me off guard. Huh? Caught me off guard. Yeah. So, uh, Spidey, the same way. Because he's in New York. Oh! He is. He also has fought Wilson Fisk. Uh... That's the dude that Daredevil be beefing with. Right. In Hell's Kitchen. I'm going back to Hell's Kitchen where it's safe. I'm hollering, niggas. Off the chain. chain. Off the chain. <laughs> so, uh, so, no, the dopest Spider-Man game up until this point had been being able to play with Spider-Man on the Tony Hawk skateboard game. I feel you. This game? It's pretty dope, huh? I heard they finna make an Iron Man game like this, man. We gonna get to that. Oh! We gonna get to that. Whew! I'm buying that. We gonna get to that. Hard race. The Spider-Man game... Could possibly be, and I'm. This is very early, but the Spider-Man game could possibly turn into be one of the uh, greatest PlayStation games ever. Like it, it, it this it, one that came out. This one that has come out, and that's after me watching people, other people play it for two hours. Spider-Man games don't come around too often. They do not. That's after me watching two people play it for a total of two hours. And I'm telling you, I'm saying it. I'm telling everybody, this Spider-Man game, I, I, I put it to you like this. 
this Spider-Man game got the potential to do for Marvel what Bodak Yellow did for Cardi. Oh. Okay. Uh, that's the best way. That's a that's a that's a that's a one of the best analogies I could probably use. Okay. Shout out to Cardi who one of the funniest things that I've seen all week was this little girl dressed up as Cardi at the um at the Balazar, the the uh, fashion week thing she was at, where she her and Nikki got into it. Yeah. She this little girl dressed up as her, and they posted it on Instagram. Cardi reposted it and said she was so beaut, but you forgot the knot. <laughs> I thought that was the funniest shit I've seen on social media all probably weekend. Damn, son. <laughs> so, uh, sense of humor. Yeah, of course, man. Being able to laugh at yourself and life is, because I mean, any day could be the day. It could. All it takes is one bad day. It really only takes one bad day. Uh, sometimes I feel like I had a bad day, but sometimes I feel like I got a worse day. See, no, 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 no. Uh, All it takes is one bad day is. That doesn't mean that you are having a bad day will do it. That means that everybody has bad days, and on any given bad day, that could be the day that something goes sideways. That's why you should treat people. Be well, yeah, but I feel like I had a, I feel like I had a bad day that changed my mentality on how I view a lot of shit. But that's the that's it though, because bad days are bad days. The Joker, that's what it comes from. Yeah. All it takes is one bad day. Yeah. Everybody look at me like I'm crazy. Customer looked at my shit today like, I told her teeth. Yeah. All teeth these, people my, look baby. at their ha-has all the time. And that's because you have to laugh at it because all it takes is one day where shit goes sideways. Super sideways. And your life is forever changed. Completely different. Yeah. I feel like I have mine. We all have them. The Joker's bad day was his family. Gone. Gone. And then he get blamed for, uh, he get caught up in a robbery. Yeah. Then he fall into a vat of acid. All he wanted to do, bro. All he wanted to do was tell jokes. Motherfucking jokes. But what nobody laughed at his motherfucking jokes. All he wanted to do was be a dad. That was it. Be a husband. I wasn't fucking with it. And then he had possibly the worst day ever. <laughs> the worst bad day ever. Yeah. And it changed his life. It changed who he was. Mm-hmm. And suddenly everybody wants to look at him crazy, even though we all look at him and acknowledge that this is one of the worst days that I've ever seen. And I don't have nothing to do with it. You're right. <laughs> and now we all look at him and judge and say things because, hey, shy fucks with you. We don't understand his bad day. I fucks with you. I fucks with you. <laughs> we fucks with each other. He say, shy fucks with it. Should uh, oh, I fucks with it too. All right then. <laughs> we'll fox with each other. We'll fox with each other. <laughs> 
So that, but and, and the Spider-Man game, the reason is that it's the dynamics, the interactions that you can have with the environment around you, Yo, the way they opened up the world. You know, my brother, he got that I big know, ass. You know I what I'm saying? Your uh, TV do something different to it. So Spider-Man, watching somebody play Spider-Man on the I seen somebody talking TV. About, yeah, I seen somebody talking about some of the graphics on. They call them the boat people. They said they threw some PlayStation graphics. The people got these little flat faces. Somebody tried to, you know, get on that with the graphics. I guess further out into the map or some shit. Just wandering into nothing. Well, I mean, if you're wandering into nothing, it's, it's nothing. Right. Nothing is something. So the characters you see exactly. might not be, you know. With everything, okay, I'll put it to you this way. You Okay, you just talked about how the Spider-Man game that we grew up on that you remember... The one that maybe is probably most known for the original Spider-Man game, you didn't even walk flat on the ground. On you didn't ball 2. up your fist. On PS2, you can do like aerial. Yeah, oh, it was an aerial game. Yeah. This Spider-Man game, I watched. See, Spider-Man two and three came out, and they let you um, finally land on the ground. That's what changed that whole shit. I watched. My brother sling from high rise to high rise, do a bunch of flips in the air, land on the roof, run across the roof, jump, two hand web sling onto the beams of a water tower, and pull him, yank himself through the beams like a slingshot. Damn. Through the beams under the water tower like a slingshot into more webs. Is he moving fast? Yes. Damn. Yes. It's not like a slow motion cam kind of deal. This is like full speed, like Spidey, I'm chasing a car shit. That's literally, yes, that's where he was chasing a car. Damn. So, like, the dynamics of this game are impressive. My bad. The dynamics of this game are very impressive. So if you are into games, if you are uh, into, especially if you into, because the games that, crossover games are one thing, but like PlayStation games, yeah, this is a PlayStation game. Right. This, oh, is, this oh. is a God of War game. This is a, yeah. well, I believe they put God of War on Xbox. Hell no. Fuck out of hell. Nope. They still ain't got them. Uncharted. It's our shit. Yeah. They got Tomb Raider though now. Tomb Raider is what, yeah. So, like, they got Tomb Raider now. Uh, so. Fuckers. No, so this is a PlayStation game. Shout out to the train, too. We, we, we be, (laughs) we know we be fucking with the train because we don't really got no choice because y'all can hear that shit. So we can hear it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. Um. So, no, this, this game is. I'm waiting on Red Dead Redemption. Off two hours, I am very impressed with the way the Spider-Man. I haven't really gotten into the storyline. It's an open world. It's a. It seems Spider-Man like a GTA style Spider-Man game. <laughs> Most of them start kind of being like that after the first one. The second one, it was like, okay, oh, perfect example. Spider-Man One was like Arkham Asylum. Beautiful this. game. Great game. Great, but it was, it was very limited. Yeah. 
Spider-Man 2, Arkham City. You was like, damn, I can land, I can go all the way here. I can do that. It was open. The white and black front cover. Arkham City, you could actually be Batman. You weren't just walking around and couldn't get in do shit. I don't know if you remember. Yeah. Spider-Man 3 came out. And they were like, oh, shit, he's doing even more shit than the last shit. As you just expanding, you building, you using that moment. You see what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Then that third Batman came out. Like, oh, he can do even more shit. Wow. That's the perfect comparison. So this Spider-Man game, essentially, like, you see the tree sitting there. And they coming out with another Batman. Imagine if I took, I web slung through the two tree, the two tree branches right there like a field goal post. And just flew through this. Exactly. <laughs> Full speed. Chasing some shit. Yeah. So the Spider-Man game looks very impressive, and uh, I am excited to play it myself. So uh, this might be one of them games where you might have to maybe you if you know somebody who got it, I would say if you're on the fence about it, I would say you should definitely go watch somebody who you know they got it play it. Like go holler at your homie, your cousin, or whoever you know who got it, and sit there and watch them play it for thirty or forty minutes, and then decide. I think that'll, I think that'll make your decision if you're on the fence about it right now. Okay. Uh, but you brought up, you heard they was coming out with an Iron Man game. Hell yeah. My gamer insiders have informed me that not only are they coming out with an Iron Man game. This Spider-Man game is only a drop in what will be the ocean of a plethora of Marvel games that are about to hit the stand. Oh, Hulk finna come out with one. They are essentially about to do to video games what they have done to superhero movies. Oh. What they have done to action movies, how they have... uh, Superhero movies have turned all action movies into what they are. Right. Like, The Rock is a superhero in a movie now because of right. the way the Avengers were broken down. Right. They are about to do the same thing with video games, and this shit is about to get crazy. Wow. So you're talking about a Spider-Man game, an Iron Man game, a Hulk video game, a Black Panther video game, oh. a Thor video game, an X-Men video game. A Captain America video game. You see what I'm saying? Are you serious? Then you can have an Avengers video game. Story modes? <laughs> like, that's what we're talking about here. We're talking about Peter Parker with a story mode. Right. We're talking about Tony Stark. King T'Challa with a story mode in Wakanda. So... If that's what's coming, this is about to fuck video games up. Marvel be going crazy with their games, man. And if it's PlayStation only? Oh! Do you know? (laughs) If it's PlayStation only? Ooh. That's nasty. Boy. Do you know what Sony about? Boy. PlayStation only? King T'Challa, only on play, uh, only on Sony PlayStation. K is gonna be black. Purple highlights. Oh, gold trimmings. It's gonna be two different editions: the Killmonger edition 
Black Panther edition. Oh shit! It's gonna be like the the uh, the the two K covers. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be like the two K. Now covers. they fucking your head up. Oh my goodness. The Hulk. I ain't seen one of them games in a minute. That'll be interesting to see that type of game. I, hey, so <laughs> Do I'm this rock, mean... I'm rocking with that Iron Man. I, I'm getting that. <laughs> Do this mean that DC is going to have to cut a deal with Xbox to stay relevant and do the same thing? They can if they would like to. Fuck that though! I want my Batman games on PlayStation still. Exactly. So, cause what's the the latest Batman game? Telltale. That's cool. That's different than what that like that Telltale Batman game is a way different Batman game is a way different game than the Spider Man game. Hell yeah! Again, you talking about the difference between. Walking Dead episode one and GTA five. Like they both fun games. Those are very different though. Walking Dead episode one. Yeah, like a Walking Dead game where you playing with Clementine. Oh, oh, okay. Compared to Grand Theft Auto five. Yeah. Two whole different games. I love them both. Yes. Very different games, though. Very. And I don't want to have to choose between the Telltale Batman games and having a Batman game where I can interact with my environment. Yeah, that's tough. So, what DC should do is cut a deal with both platforms. I would rather them fuck the game up and keep it on PlayStation only. I think they could do it if they gonna cut the deal with both of them because they gonna call themselves corner in the market, whatever, which is a probably be a solid business move. Right. If you gonna put all your if you, if one company gonna only go on one platform, I just don't think that that's what's gonna happen though. Right. It's possible. A DC, come on man, get y'all shit together. Don't fall behind in the video game. Cause what's the best DC? What's the best? Bro. Does DC have a? a does DC is Injustice DC's version of Marvel versus Capcom? Because that's pretty much where you can only play with all of Marvel. Yeah, Marvel versus Capcom. So is DC that? Like, is Injustice the best version of what that kind of same level of? But shit, it's it's a Mortal Kombat style. But I see what you're saying. Is as far as having all of their people on their game. Yeah. Is that the best? Because they don't really have, like, it's not a DC versus anybody else. No. That would be dope. It's a Marvel. And DC characters don't show up on other games. Like, on other fighting games kind of deal. Well, yeah, I guess you could say that's their ass. Yeah. Like, Negan gonna pop, like you, we were saying, Negan finna pop up on Tekken. Tekken? Like, what the fuck? Exactly. They ain't fit on Tekken. Fuck is going on here? What is it doing? Mortal Kombat? Maybe, yeah. 
Tekken has a different style to it. Ew. Video games. I love them. Love them. I treat them like my kids. But yeah. Marvel just be taking the cake, man. I'm sorry, man. What the fuck. Taking that motherfucker. Baking that motherfucker. Cutting that motherfucking nigga. Ain't sharing that motherfucker. <laughs> At all. <laughs> Picking them motherfucking slices up with their bare hand. Eating them. See what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> this one's mine. And this one. I'll eat that one later on today. <laughs> I'll eat that slice when I get high. Like, damn. Yeah. Nah, Marvel, uh... <laughs> Marvel had it, man. They got it. Yeah, you you got it, bro. You got it, bro. Uh, I feel like it take an honest person to admit that, man. What's that? Just admit a DC fan admitting that Marvel oh, got yeah. it, bro. Like. They got it, like man, that's a do hell we got a hole, like hey. No, nah, do your thing. But it ain't really no L. Yeah, right. No, it's not an L. It's just like when you see other motherfuckers doing work, you know, I salute you doing work. Get my shit together. Like, what you doing over there is impactful because I'm noticing it over here. Right. And it's not my intention. Like, my intention is to focus on me and in focusing on me, like, I'm noticing shit that you're doing over there. So that's pretty impressive. Yes. You see what I'm saying? What feels better when you like really get somebody to really when you really dig into your head and scratch it or when you really get into your ear and get that ear shit? Do you use Q-tips? Not no more, hell no. I use Q-tips in like four years. Q-tips are Five. pretty bad for you, they say. They feel amazing though. Yeah. I use Q-tips in forever. I'll probably say to scratch my head. Oh, so how do you scratch your ear then? I don't. Do you do that throat shit when your ear itches? I know how to, Come on, man. You didn't I have to demonstrate this shit. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like, uh, I mean, because I keep my ears kind of clean all the time. So I don't really have that itchy ear feeling for the most part. The itchy ear isn't only when it's dirty. I was though. just finna say, but that doesn't mean that your, it, your your ear is dirty, though. But, no, I don't really have itchy ear moments like that. And I have my hair, Bobby. Oh, that feels oh, feel great. Scratch my head down to the scalp. Immaculate. Yeah, scratching my head is probably the best it's probably, I probably enjoy this hair scratch more. I probably appreciate the hair scratch more now that I got locks. Oh, yeah. uh, that ear shit is wild, though. <laughs> I can imagine. That ear shit is wild, though. Uh, fuck was I finna say? This one feels better. The ear shit is amazing. No, nah, I'm off that. Oh, <laughs> Hey, I feel nice. Nice as fuck. Yeah. Nice like a carter. 
I do everything well. Uh, should have said nice like my last name, Carter. And word placement. Yeah. Oh, my man Cat Williams. What are you, what are you talking about? Cat doing interviews. He was on the radio because Red is on tour and he was in Atlanta, I think. Red Man? Not Red Man, Red. Grant, oh, okay. the comedian oh, red. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, the comedian red. And uh Cat was with him and they was doing this interview and uh he was saying some shit. He said uh he said he has more comedy specials than a lot of people. Richard Pryor, Dave Chappelle. He said he has four Four more comedy specials than Dave Chappelle. Mm. And Dave Chappelle put out four in one. He put out four last year. Right. And Cat said he still has four more than him. <laughs> He's got more than Chris Rock. More impressively than that, though, the most recent one that he did, I think we talked about the one that's on Netflix. Uh, Chris Rock? No. Even though Chris Rock shit is on Netflix too called Tambourine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, shit is yeah. funny as hell. Yeah. Um Cat Williams shit. I forgot the name of it. It's uh it wasn't nothing about America, was it? Yeah, it is. Okay, yeah. It is. Like the the, the front of it is like the the stage setting is like a oval office looking yeah, joint. Yeah. Yeah. Uh it's on Netflix, though. But the point was that he brought up that he said that Netflix paid him $300,000 to do the special, and then this year they cut him a check for $2 million right. because of royalties XYZ. Right. Uh, he said a lot. He said that Basically, what I, the whole thing about him, how he just broke that down about how he got paid for Netflix is pretty much what Monique could have done uh, in her uh, bout with Netflix. And I'm not opposed to that. I wasn't ever opposed to people uh, maybe saying she... I wasn't opposed, I guess, to the idea of Monique negoti- better negotiating her deal. I was opposed to people uh, just bashing her just because whatever the case like she was just a black woman saying shit that's what we was off of right uh he said he didn't really think uh he made a point to say that Tiffany Haddish is getting all this acclaim and like have we ever heard Tiffany Haddish tell one joke right like not in a movie but like a joke (laughs) he was like name he was like name one Tiffany Haddish joke She's funny in her movies. Movies. His point was that those are scripts. You put anybody in. He, oh, his point was you you put her in a movie with three of the greatest actors of our time. And you could put anybody in that spot and that movie would have been that movie. Was what he was saying. I don't know if I agree with that. It felt out of place to see her there. But it was like, who are you? Like, you the little sister from when? Right. When you come along. So it did feel out of place. Like, it's like, <laughs> it's like, 
when you got a sibling from like another parent. Yeah. And like you hanging out with it all with everybody and like now you finally get to bring your sibling with you, like yeah. y'all grown now, y'all hanging kind of shit. Yeah. So I it was he uh He also roasted the host of the show, the chick that was on the show. And it was one it was some other shit he said. Money, motherfucking Mike. Right. Money Mike. You know he be speaking some shit sometime, man. Damn. That shit was funny though. He I haven't seen him do an interview uh in a while. He said Pimp Chronicles is uh like the highest grossing, the top one of the top three highest grossing stand ups of like all time, some shit like that. Cause Atlanta keep that shit in rotation, I suppose. That shit hard, bro. That shit is it's it's hard. Pimp Chronicles. One, two. He was boasting. He was talking about how he oh oh, oh that was the other thing. He said he owned uh he owned them shits. Pimp Chronicles, Hustle, he owned all them shit. Oh. So Shout out to Cat. <laughs> yeah. Just don't be out here getting choked the fuck out, man. Yeah, no, nah, don't be getting choked out by 12-year-olds. And then doing comedy specials on it, even though... I shit mean, happens, bro. Even though shit happens, and I completely understand. Shit happened. I, I don't have... I don't understand how that shit happened, but shit happened, bro. I ain't gonna lie, bro. I would've flaked somebody's child, bro. <laughs> It'd've been bad for you, dog. I would have flaked somebody's child. They would have been mad. Yeah. Nah. Not not doing me like that. <laughs> nope. Not today, buddy. Hell no. Like, I use my real grown man strength to prevent you from doing me like that. Yep. I will, I will just go there. I go to the whole going I get it, though, man. Because then at the end of the day, I don't know. I don't have... Three million dollars for nobody to sue me for either, and that's the other <laughs> thing. But if I gotta take both these L's, I'm going out. Oh yeah. I'm if you if I'm taking an L, then I'm going to take the L. I'm going out. I'm I'm rocking it. <laughs> that's just it. He talked about um, owning them shits. Wheezy F baby. And the F is for fuck you, pay me. Oh. So on a Young Money. What? After all this time. What about Young Money? He's the sole owner. Oh, cool. I mean, shit, it ain't really nothing much now. It's Nikki. Well, yeah, it's, it's Nikki Drake. Drake. Fuck you, mean. That's it, yeah. That, that's enough. It is. I just miss. <laughs> I just miss when it was busting with all on. Um, you just miss little twists. No, I don't. Cause I like Tiger back then. He's like still gutta making gutta. records. What you mean back then? I like Gutter Gutter. <laughs> I like Jay Mills. Mac main voice would pop up bad now and then, man. Corey Mac Gunn's the, Mac out the CEO. Here. Corey Gunn's out here. 
Come on, man. I just I just miss the crowd being together. I think that's all. You miss the guys. Yeah. Y'all with the homies, man. Like, shit, the homies weren't paying motherfuckers. Yeah, the homies really <laughs> The homies weren't paying motherfuckers. The homies was walking around with the money in their pocket. So, flex. Uh, Wayne is the sole owner of Young Money. Uh, uh, that's dope. Uh, also, we talked about how maybe the Carter Five was coming out. It seems yeah. like that is uh, becoming more and more of a thing as the days go by. Especially with the news of him being a sole owner, uh, you know, being the owner of Young Money. Yeah. So, the Carter Five come out. That should be. I mean, it's the Carter Five. I don't really know. Some fire. Spit out the flame. I don't really know what else to say about it, <laughs> other than it's the Carter. Barter six. So, shout out to Wayne, shout out to uh, Young Money, and uh, yeah, go ahead and put that shit out so we can consume. Yeah. <laughs> consume, my boy. My guy. Chrissy Teigen said she ate her placenta after she had a child. Uh... They say it's like supposed to help with postpartum depression. I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know. I really don't have all the answers, and this one has me stuck. I don't know. So I don't. I, I won't have any. I have questions. <laughs> But I don't even know if I want the answers to the questions right don't now. Ask, do not ask rule, new rule, do not ask questions you don't want the answer to. So I'm not even going to even go into that. I'm mind blowing. I just, you know what I'm saying? I, it's, you did what now? <laughs> <laughs> and you just gotta be like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's all you can think of. Like, yo, damn, you out here <laughs> wildin'. But you kinda not wildin', but you wildin'. I'm not doing that. <laughs> That's I remember they said Manny Pacquiao was drinking his own pee. And I'm like, yo, he mad ill he bugging, bugging. I don't think that's I don't think that's the, the one. I don't think that's the way. Uh, I don't think that's gonna help you. I mean I'm like, yo, Gatorade is Our aid is Dude. And like he drink his own pee. I'm like, yo, dude. Body armor. Shout out to body armor. Body Bug armor, it. send us a case. Watermelon strawberry. Y'all got one right now. Oh. No shit. It's like a nice combo. Yeah, man. I, <laughs> uh, I mean, if if it worked, and like if she, re- you know, if, if it worked and it and it helped her get over uh, 
whatever she, you know, if it helped whatever she was going through, and when you know what, if it did what it was supposed to do, yeah. then I'm with it. I I just I I've heard I've heard this before from. Uh, like I've read this before and I've seen it before, but like women will uh, eat the placenta to help. Uh, like it's supposed, it's, it's really supposed to help with like the postpartum depression and um, post. I don't really know what to call this, like whatever stage that is after you had a baby, like post birth, just your overall health or whatever. They she did that shit in a murder house on um. American Horror Story in the first season. The old lady who did like the the uh the maid, the you know what I'm saying? She was yeah. on that shit. She felt she talked her in the the next door neighbor talked her into eating that shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? That's what that you know what I'm, that's what that's what that was about. It was about it's supposed to help you kind of deal with the after effects of birthing a, a person shit. So, uh, I, I read that shit the other I read that shit one day like, oh, okay. Shout out to John Legend and Chrissy Teigen. You can. <laughs> They're eat. beautiful family. You can eat it. I mean, I'm sure I'm, I'm not surprised. You neither. Because it's probably some tradition that's a thousand years older than whatever the first book it was written in. So, uh, John Legend just won a bunch of awards. He, uh, he like the first person to ever win. He like swept the shits. Mm. He got like an Oscar, an Emmy, a Tony, a, a, a Grammy, a whatever E, yeah. another E. He got he which, whichever award show just went past. Whichever one just happened, he won something there, like, for best whatever. And that's, like, the tribe. That's, like, all of them. I was going to call that shit the trifecta. Uh-huh. Right. But it's more than that. It's more than three. <laughs> right. He said, man, he had to catch himself. <laughs> he, he won all them shits. Right. So, shout out to John Legend. Which is, I was, re- I was seeing the shit about John Legend, and then it led me into something about Chrissy Teigen. And then one of the first things that popped up was, Chrissy Teigen, East Placenta. And I was like... Wow, like, okay. All them niggas is off the chain. <laughs> okay. Or okay. Nope. Hell no. I'm cool on that one. Put it back, now. Put it back where you got it from. Shit. Putting shit back where you got it from. These motherfuckers didn't left thousands of bottles of water just chilling somewhere in Puerto Rico. Yeah, I didn't hear about that. What? Yeah. Bruh. Uh, basically, like, it was just like a field somebody just stumbled upon randomly. Hella bottles of water down in Puerto Rico uh-huh. that was supposed to be sent down there after the hurricane. All right. And... They was just chilling under some tarp and shit like that. <laughs> Check this out. That's the all of those are bottles of water.
That oh shit. Bottles of water that got sent down, you know, that was there for hurricane. Yeah, they said shit. like two point five million people evacuated this. Time out. So what water? Like it's millions of bottles. That's what they say. They say it's it's over a million bottles of water out here, and they just this is like a whole shipment of water bottles from somewhere, and they just left them shits in the middle of nowhere. So, uh, that shit sloppy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I just that shit is sloppy. You got time to talk and do all that other shit, but like, it's water bottles just chilling in in the spot. Yeah, they need to go ahead and fix that up. Hell yeah, man. Uh, all these motherfucking water bottles just chilling. You could donate them shits to Inglewood Barbie and uh, help her feed the friends on October 4th. Um, we talked about Inglewood Barbie last, uh, last season, right before we ended, we kind of got into it. We, I was, uh, just introduced to her social media and uh, we kind of got into uh, just start kind of getting into what she had going on and uh, you should definitely check her out if you don't know who she is uh, Inglewood Barbie is um, shit she's Chicago yeah that's really you know she's Chicago and uh her goal and what she works towards every day is uh, just helping Chicago be a better city and just uh, helping people, mm-hmm. being there for the people of her community. She from Inglewood. She put on for Inglewood all the time. Um, and she feeds Inglewood, uh, which is very important. Uh, if you ever been hungry, then you know what it's like for a motherfucker to feed you if you ever been hungry before. And that's what she do. She don't just feed one or two people. She feeds hundreds of people every day uh, at Club 51. <laughs> so shout out to Club 51. Shout out to Inglewood Barbie. Um, shout out to the friends. Um, Club 51 is kicking off on October 4th. Um, and uh, I mean, just support. Whether it's retweeting or uh, just coming out and giving time or if you got the bread to donate uh, to help up. Because she pay for this shit out of pocket. Right. She was paying for this shit out of pocket. You know what I'm saying? She packing book bags and shit for kids for back to school drives. And she feeding motherfuckers. So, shout out to Inglewood Barbie. Uh, check out... Um, uh, Swervo talked about her on his last, on his most recent Breakfast Club interview. Uh, she got two black police officers to kneel with her a couple years ago. That was the first time I really seen who she was because I saw the article in the newspaper. She went into the police station and got two black police officers in uniform to kneel with her for a photograph. And, uh, I mean, when you can do some shit like, when you can pull some shit like that off, that's worth, you got to pay attention to that shit because that's uncommon. Right. 
Like that's not some shit that ever anybody can do. You gotta. That's a relationship you gotta have with a motherfucker. Yeah. So, uh, that in itself was worthy of acknowledgement and uh, just peaking interest. And from there, uh, like we, I found out about uh, Club Fifty One, and we, you know, we talked about that shit right before we ended last season, and. Uh, we gonna talk about it again. We gonna keep talking about it. We probably gonna wind up talking about it every week because she be there every day. So, um, yeah, I'm gonna go down there and show love to the friends. Um, so shout out to Inglewood Barbie. She was in the studio. Uh, so Sorvo brought. He talked about her on his Breakfast Club interview, and uh, he was in the studio. Here, cause Kanye was here. Yeah. Cause Ye is on his uh his I'm back home tour. Funny as hell. I was listening to the Joe Button podcast. This nigga Maul said he said that Kanye was doing like the um this is the Kanye rebrand. That's what they call it. That they call it on the podcast. They call it the Kanye rebrand, where he like coming back to Chicago. He coming home. He was like, I guarantee you, he gonna go to Harold's. <laughs> Kim went to Harold's. She got the chicken and waffles. Oh, yes. There was no mild sauce on the chicken, though. So I'm asking you, show. is it fair or foul? <laughs> fair or foul. To order chicken and not have mild sauce on it because you have a waffle. I'm high. So basically, you saying you eating all that shit regardless. I'm going to be honest. I looked at the kitchen table through the window right here. And I'm like, oh, yeah. They got that pasta. Oh, I got that Harold's in there. We always talk about food when we can get off. Facts. Because food is the shit that bring motherfuckers together. Shit. I'm just high right now. I can feel it. This guy is kind of high. Hell, yeah. You a high-ass nigga, bro. Probably. I'm a highest nigga too. And three. So shout out to Inglewood Barbie. Um, shout out to being in the studio with uh Herbo and Chance and Ye. Not shout out to being in the studio with them because it's cool to be in the studio with them, even though it is very cool to be in the studio with them. But shout out to being in the studio with them because uh I believe that you are and everything that you are doing and mean to the city uh, it's just it's important to the web the the connection the the connectivity the, the connecting the dots to make this shit be what it you know what it is what it's supposed to be what we want it to be uh, 
so shout out shout out to the friends and uh feed motherfuckers cause like we finna feed our shit always put on always put on <clears throat> what was said well what was said was We did just come up with a new rule for real, though. New rule. And we got a bunch of new rules. We do. New rule, let me new rule. So, we keep, we got two whiteboards. We got one whiteboard where we got the topics, and then we got another whiteboard that we gonna, we used to use for the topics, but now we use it for something completely different, but now we finna, we got a new rule section on the big whiteboard. Um, today's new rule was... No questions if you don't want the answer. Oh, swear to God, boy. Swear. No questions, no answers. And that means you won't get an answer if you don't ask a question. Very true. If you want the answer, you ask the question. If you don't want the answer, then why did you ask the question? Uh... So that was a new rule. Um, but uh, that ain't what we talking about. Talking about. My nigga Bash got a YouTube channel. Shout out to Bash. Shout out to Wiz for being a cool dad and explaining to his son why it was important to brush his hair and groom himself before going to school on the first day instead of just telling him to shut the fuck up and let him finish getting dressed. But I digress. Uh, shout out to my nigga Nipsey Hustle. We talk about Nip all the time because he got one of the best albums that came out this year. Um, and on the track Key to the City featuring T Flea. I don't know who T. I have no idea. T Flea is one of them West Coast niggas. But, uh,. All these fights, it was never fair. Busted knuckles, still I'm swinging fierce. Taste the salt inside my dripping tears. Nipsey Hustle. All these fights, it was never fair. Busted knuckles, still I'm swinging fierce. Taste the salt inside my dripping tears. When I heard that bar, mm-hmm. it's some shit that like it's one of them moments where like you bite into hip hop and realize how substancy it is. Some shit you bite into and it fill you up, and it fill you up. <laughs> Cause I mean, shit, that's life. Fight's not fair. No, nah, anybody said life's gonna be fair. Period, though. You know what I'm saying? These fights ain't fair. I still gotta fight. Yeah. 
And I'm crying. Still fighting though. And that's the part that, that really, that's the part that really settled that shit when I first heard it. Cause when I heard it busting knuckles, still I'm swinging fierce. I know what that's like. When the shit hurt and you gotta keep going. Ain't no choice, but you ain't got no choice but to keep going. You choose to keep going. Them be the ones. You know it hurt and you choose to keep going. But it was when he followed it up with, I could taste the salt inside my dripping tears. You punching the brick wall. Or kill Bill. Mm -hmm. She punching the board. Fingertips. Fingertips to full impact. Punch this tree, break this tree, punch this board. You buried in a coffin and you trying to generate enough power to punch through a, a coffin top. Yeah, your knuckle busted. Yeah, your knuckle bleeding. Yeah, you crying. Uh, no. Yeah. And? Yeah. You just crying. <laughs> Fuck it. And? Like, the Kill Bill shit, it wasn't, it wasn't fair that how Buck fucked up. <laughs> or not Buck, but uh, Bill's brother. It was his name, Buck? Nah, Buck was, uh, my name is Buck, and I like to fuck Bill's that loose-ass nigga. Bill's brother's name was, uh... I never... Bud. Really? Yeah, Bill's brother's name was Bud. It was Bud and Bill, yeah. Yeah. Was it fair they had Bud fucked up? No. Probably not. Not after everything they did to her. Buried her alive. Not really. Yeah. <laughs> That's some terrifying shit. Her knuckles busted. She's still punching. Bust me. I mean, you buried me alive, bro? That's terrifying. Them tears salty as hell. <laughs> Stupid. Yeah, I'm fully baked. Keep not, going, though. Not half baked. So, uh, this week's quote, Nipsey Hussle, from the song Key to the City. I think you got Nipsey ready. Nipsey is. Um, <laughs> Nipsey crazy, y'all. So shout out to uh, shit everybody who knuckles is busted up and they still punching and they still fighting. Ain't even fighting through them tears, all that shit. Nipsey real nigga too real for the game. Nigga slapped a motherfucking attendant at the BET Awards. Like, yo, you can't do that here. <laughs> hey, what the fuck, man? Come on, dog. Come on, B. <laughs> My apologies. Not come on, B. <laughs> I apologize. What? That's come. not funny. No. It's not funny. <laughs> Shit, I bet you that attendant. <laughs> 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 
Um, <laughs> he either laughed or he either he either cried or he laughed, but yeah, it was funny, all right. But no, I'm I'm on this. Did you know Harold sold chicken tenders? I'm, we all fuck really? Yes, I asked. Yes, it's over with. It is with the mouth sauce. It's <sighs> over with. Yeah, why you should have told me that went. You Shit, should I have, but you shouldn't have. I didn't. Well, fuck. I it's mean, over with. Hey, man, hey, we definitely finna get off this. We off this. We off this.